Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about cloud confidence and maturity and the results of a new study. To speak about this, I welcome to the studio Chris Hill. He's Regional Vice President, Public Cloud and Strategic Partners International with Barracuda. And Gemma Allen, who's Cloud Security Solutions Architect with Barracuda. Gemma, Chris, thank you so much for taking time to sit with me and talk about this today. My pleasure, Tom. Great to be here. Looking forward to the conversation. Yes, thank you very much for talking to us, Tom. So, Chris, you've just conducted your latest cloud security survey. What would you say are the key highlights this year, and how would you say that the needle has moved in the past year? Yes, that's right. We did. Um, we, we did something that we call um, uh, a firewalls and the cloud type of survey that, that reaches out to around 600 folks globally that are focusing on, on public cloud. And we, you know, we know that the cloud is moving at a super fast pace. And, you know, at the end of the day, we are a security company. So this research data is very important to us. And, and comparing those statistics is it really helps us shape the way that we move forward and look forward to the year. And yeah, the highlights are really, I would say, and we can dig into it deeper, but the highlights are around the, the views and perceptions of cloud security um, that we, if we go back and compare the results from last time. So, you know, for example, we, we can see that 21% uh, claim that the public cloud is more secure, which, which is actually pretty much dead on exactly what it was last time. And then 41% uh, are feeling that the public cloud is is as secure as on premise, so that's a you know a fairly middle of the road figure. But the one that, that sort of tells a story is that thirty seven percent think that on premises environment are more secure than public cloud, and and that's dropped significantly from from fifty six percent. So it's an interesting example of you know people's perception as the, of the cloud how secure it is and and it's really important because obviously you know if people go out and choose their cloud provider wisely you know organizations will definitely benefit from the latest technology accreditations security standards that kind of thing uh, and you know we believe that these are now being reflected in these figures so that's probably where i'd see the needle moving so chris as you look at these figures and you dive into these perceptions that they've, as they've been articulated to you how would you then describe cloud users levels of confidence today yeah it's a, it's a good question I, it's definitely improving we, we look at that kind of question as, as part of a journey i suppose you know the, the, the standout figure uh, to go straight into the report would say that 84 percent of organizations have some degree of confidence with their the, the cloud technology and, and that it is secure, which is great. Uh, but this is always a journey, Tom. And, you know, if we did this conversation a couple of years ago, we would have been talking about the education around the shared security model and making sure that the end users realized that they had a, a part to play in the security of their environments. You know, a year ago, we're talking about products adapting to the cloud. Uh, and so, the, the, the stats about general confidence are great. Uh, there's even a 21% claiming to be very confident. But the next part of the journey really is about compliance and our, our customers creating compliant environments. And actually, less than half, I think it was 44%, said that they weren't able to confidently demonstrate that their public cloud environment was compliant. So really great in terms of security, but we continue down the journey and then you know obviously have to address the next part of the story. 
Well, Chris, to talk about the next part of the story, I mentioned up front the topic of cloud maturity, and I'd love to bring Gemma into the conversation as well. Talk to me about what the different levels of cloud maturity are, and what would you say you found to be the hallmarks of the most mature enterprises when it comes to cloud? Yeah, I'll take the first part. I think, you know, to dive straight into the report, one of the biggest things, you know, that we notice about how customers can class themselves as mature is how they adapt to the, the cyber skills sh shortage. You know, it's no secret that there is a massive lack of talent across the industry. And it, we can really measure people on how that they are adapting to that internally. And some of the stats that, that jump out uh, from that uh, really were that 58% uh, of organizations have looked to upskill their current staff, which is, which is obviously great. And, and you know, more probably what you class as popular solutions are a bit lower in the percentage wise, but 32% were reaching out to managed service providers and 31% to, to other technology providers. So we can certainly see the, the, the maturity improving when they, they start to skill, skill themselves up in that world. Yeah, and I would talk also a bit more about um, the cultural shift that companies are undergoing. So the way of operating in, in cloud environments um, is significantly different from, from what you would have done on-premise. You know, gone are the lead times of six months in order to get your service rack mounted. Um, uh, and as a company culture, this also has to shift. Um, you have to shift into uh, a more flexible workflow. Um, and actually, the, the, the signs were encouraging from that survey because we saw uh, over 70% of organizations saying that they are starting to integrate security at the development phases. Um, so with that cultural shift underway, companies are able to respond more rapidly to the cloud platforms. Um, and as a, an enterprise, then that company is going to benefit by taking advantage of the cloud rather than just using the cloud. So Chris, Gemma, if we were to take a step back a little bit from the confidence and the maturity, let's talk about security. What type of attacks do you see most prevalent in the cloud today? Yeah, it's a, it's a very common question, Tom, and, and certainly uh, questions that Gemma and I get a lot in terms of you know, what's going on out there. I mean, if you, if you look at the report, first and foremost, where this conversation started, uh, the, the, the statistics actually start very uh, encouragingly. Um, we looked at uh, vulnerabilities, really, you know, organizations, how long it takes to patch one of their vulnerabilities. We saw some great stats in there. 40% of organizations taking less than seven days to patch a vulnerability, 80% um, taking less than 30 days, which are, which are great figures, and only, only around 7% taking longer than three months. There, were, there was a downside. There was a small number that... Uh, you know, hadn't patched anything for a year, and obviously, you know, hopefully the focus on this research will help them uh, look into that. But there was one interesting stat, you know, considering, you know, we are a cybersecurity company, and one of the the product families we make is, is something called a web application firewall, which pretty much does what it says on the tin. You know, if you move an application to the cloud, we, we help to protect that. And uh, literally less than a third were using that globally. So, you know, that that's a pretty fundamental uh, security building block that you really should should have built into your organization. So 
you know, from the stats, we'd say that Gemma gets to see a lot more real world examples, you know, with proof of concepts and spending time with customers. Right, Gemma, anything you'd share on the attack subject? Uh, certainly, Chris. Uh, if we look at the, the public cloud, then um, one of the biggest risks of attack is actually the fact that uh, the cloud providers are a large static target. They have to publish their IP address lists and to even the most unskilled of attacker, that is just a list of IPs to do some port scanning and target some web application attacks at. Um, so the immediate thought in, in cloud is uh, make sure you have something uh, like a next generation firewall or a web application firewall um, on your endpoints because the number of brute force password attempts I see and uh, attempts to attack web applications for vulnerabilities like SQL injection are significant. So Chris, Gemma, that's a great overview of the types of attacks you're seeing. The flip side of that is how are you seeing organizations' cloud defenses evolve to counter these attacks? Yeah, I think... Um... You know, I, I use the word journey a lot, and I think that really speaks volumes in the cloud. And, uh, you know, I can, I can see that from the way that we've adapted our own products to the, to the cloud and helped you know, the, the defenses evolve. You know, when the cloud first started, you know, companies like us took out on-premise products and shoehorned them into the cloud. And, you know, whilst that did serve a purpose, the cloud was still very raw and new, um, but that has grown and developed amazingly and the services on offer are tremendous and and as a company like ours we have had to adapt our products to that so our products have grown with the cloud and, and making sure that we secure the new services that come out every day and to the point we even uh, created a new family of products called um, cloud generation firewalls as opposed to you know our on-premise firewalls business so it's, it's something that you know we've definitely adapted to that growth and i suppose other areas as well you, you know we see uh, you know, products evolving to, to SAP full SAS solutions. And I touched on the, the, the web application firewall earlier. We now have a, a fully dedicated uh, SAS solution for that, which is kind of a, you know, a five clicks uh, service that a customer can protect their, their applications, you know, really quickly. So, you know, developing, uh, keeping up pace with, with how the cloud evolves, making sure our defenses stay in, in line with that. That's, that's definitely something we would uh, look at for that subject. I think also, Chris, it's important to say that, you know, we have been looking certainly at, at how you can address that skill shortage. Uh, and so by that, I mean that the actual products operating the cloud need to be uh, easier to use, quicker to get up online and, and in a protective capacity. Um, and whether that's through automation of code, through the use of uh, scanning and analysis tools, um, or even integration into the cloud platforms, various features. Um, all of those can help get uh, the cloud defenses more protective, uh, more active, quicker and easier, um, while those staff members do skin up on these technologies. So you've spoken about your firewalls, how you're addressing the skills shortage. I want to ask you to talk to me a little bit more about Barracuda. When it comes to research like you've just got back in, how do you respond to these results and the trends that the research shows you to, one, be able to improve cloud confidence, be able to improve the maturity, and help organizations to improve their defenses even more in this year ahead of us? That's a, that's a big area and, and something that we can speak to confidently, Tom. I think you know we've been a big advocate of the cloud 
right from the start, if you, if you take Barracuda and, and look at our own internal applications, we're a very heavy user of the cloud. And, you know, so, so the cloud enabled a lot of digital transformation projects out there, and we absolutely embrace that and have been on, on one ourselves. Um, one of the things that we noticed that when, when we were deploying our products, that, because the cloud was still growing and evolving, there were some products that were were missing. They weren't invented yet. So we actually created um, some uh, a product set to help with our own deployments, you know, basically giving a, a bird's eye view of what was going on out there to give us some security uh, insights into to how our, our applications were working in the cloud. But also, I think, you know, I touched on it earlier around the compliance level. We wanted to make sure we were staying compliance too. So we've actually been building products that, that help our own journey, but actually are able to help end users as well to yeah first and foremost be secure and stay confident uh, but the, that's literally where we see uh, the defense is going and, and you know and the maturity within this coming year around the compliance i mean i'll bring Gemma in here you know we uh, i was talking Gemma actually about this that the product cloud security guardian it's some, something that we're you know very proud of and use to help with the, the compliance so any other product areas within that set Gemma, that you think would be relevant for this conversation yeah, certainly. I mean, uh, this is another tool that helps kind of bridge that skills gap as it's developing. Um, it puts, you know, teams uh, in security who have may have been kept around the early adoption of the cloud in business um, uh, back in and able to see everything that's happening. But it can also support the development teams in understanding the objectives that the security teams have to work for and the compliance standards. So it can help not only bridge gaps within an organization as they work on their DevSecOps journey, um, but it can also, you know, be there as an immediate resource uh, across multiple clouds to say, hey, this is what the state is and, and this is what is wrong. Gemma, Chris, I very much appreciate your time and insights today. I appreciate you talking to me, not just about the trends that you're seeing, but how the technologies are responding. So thank you for your insight. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Thanks for the opportunity. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Tom. It's very good to talk to you. Yeah, well, you as well. Again, we've had the opportunity to talk about cloud confidence and maturity. I've been speaking with Chris Hill. He's Regional Vice President, Public Cloud and Strategic Partners International. And Gemma Allen, Cloud Security Solutions Architect, both with Barracuda. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.